They did it. They won a game. The Blue Jackets are not 0-4, unlike the Canucks, who are 0-4. We're going to talk all about this game. We're going to talk about some good, some bad, uh, some surprises, and what we can expect from the next game. All coming today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, game recaps, previews, excitement, yelling, ranting, all of the above and more about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed over there, then uh, feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. We love a win-win situation almost as much as we love a Blue Jackets win. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Blue Jackets win. 4-3 4-3 in overtime over the Vancouver Canucks. They didn't make it easy on themselves, but at the end of the day, they pulled out the win. So we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and uh, what we need to do, or what they need to do uh, next game to continue on with this uh, small winning streak. I don't know that one game is a streak, but hey, it's not a loss, so we'll take it. Um, kind of a rough start to the game. Honestly, uh, Vancouver kind of pulled out to an early 2-0 lead. Uh, Bo Horvat scored, so uh, stick taps to Justin Pooney of Locks on Canucks, who in uh, yesterday's episode predicted that Vancouver would open the scoring, and uh, it would be Bo Horvat that did so. So uh, he gets a point. I do not get a point for guessing that Johnny Gaudreau would open the scoring, but I feel like I should get credit for that goal that he scored. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, short-handed goal. So, again, the power play... Just continues to be real bad, guys. I didn't realize that it relied that much on Patrick Lyonet to not be just completely poop. But I guess not. Here it is. Uh, Elias Pettersson follows that up with a second goal uh, at 11-11 of the first. And then after that, it's kind of... That's all that we had for the rest of the period and for most of the next period. Um, Justin Danforth. Scores his first of the season. Uh, he's a guy that's been playing really well, I think. Um, rewarded with a goal tonight. Just a really nice little, uh, I believe the baseball people call that a bunt. Uh, bounced off of Vladislav Gavrikov and into the net. Uh, in, oh, sorry. And it was going wide. Uh, Justin Danforth just kind of knocked it out like a baseball uh, into the net. Makes it 2-1. Great goal. The Blue Jackets are on the board and uh, they can kind of... Keep on rolling. That second period, uh, the first period was not very good from the Blue Jackets. That second period, they've really kind of started to tilt the ice. Um, if I can find the the uh, shot totals for each period, uh, which apparently I cannot, um, it was pretty uh, pretty unbalanced, I think. Um, I think the, the shot totals were pretty even, but the uh, ice was definitely tilted in the Blue Jackets' favour. In the first period, they had uh, it was 9-8 to Vancouver. The second period, 12-8 to the Blue Jackets. So it wasn't super uh, unbalanced, but it definitely felt like the Blue Jackets had the better of 
the play in that second period, rewarded with a goal. Uh, and then Zach Wierenski, who I thought had a phenomenal game, uh, ties the game at two. His first of the season, uh, Goudreau gets his second assist. So he's got points in uh, three of his first four games as a Blue Jacket, which is basically exactly what you want from Johnny Goudreau. Uh, apart from, we'll get to it in a minute. Um, Wierenski, I, uh, I thought had a really good game. But we're going to talk about the defense in a minute because there was some really good defense and there was some really poor defense, I thought. Um, but Bo Horvat, literally like 42 seconds later, uh, scores to make it three to two. I'm like, sure, I've seen this film before. I know how it ends. Uh, but luckily, Johnny Gaudreau is a Blue Jacket. And that goal is exactly why they went out and got Johnny Gaudreau. Um, takes the puck, goes end to end, just makes everyone get tied up in knots. I think there's like three guys on Boone Jenner. And Gaudreau just like circles the net, wrap around, Poor Spencer Martin didn't know where he was, didn't know who he was, didn't know what day it was. Uh, just what a goal from Johnny Gaudreau to make it 3-3. Uh, gets a little bit hairy at the end, but the Blue Jackets force overtime. And then uh, after like three really good chances from uh, Gaudreau and Warensky combined, uh, Vladislav, who else? Vladislav Gavrikov uh, off a beautiful pass from Igor Chinakov. Uh, Gavrikov is falling over as he shoots. Manages to put it top corner. Two-point night for Vladislav Gavrikov, including the game winner. Blue Jackets win their first game, 4-3. to three. The tank is off. No more tanking for Bedard. This is the start of the season for Blue Jackets. And in a minute, we are going to go into what I liked about this game. Because honestly, first period aside, there was a lot that I liked about this game. But first, I've got to tell you about Simply Safe because the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. And at Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Uh, it's got a ton of really great features, uh, super advanced technology. Uh, you can control your security system from your phone, which I like a lot. Uh, they've got a special Simply Safe app. They've got high HD uh, live stream of all of your security cameras. They've got high tech sensors. They've got 24-7 professional monitoring. Uh, the moment a threat is detected, they can dispatch police. They can dispatch first responders. They let you know. The sensors for every room, window, and door. Cameras for inside and outside. And this is really cool. They've got hazard sensors as well. So if there's a fire or a flood or other threats to your home, uh, I am in the mountains in Northern California at the minute. So fires and floods are both real uh, threats to the place that I am staying. So maybe... This house should get Simply Safe, and they would be uh, a little bit more protected than they already are. So here's the best bit, though. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash LockedOnNHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. Once again, that is simplysafe.com slash LockedOnNHL. You can learn more there because there's no safe like Simply Safe. So let's talk about the good in that game. Um, and I'm going to start off with uh, something I touched on in my Locked On Now, which you have pre previously, presumably all seen last night. Uh, 
Nick Blankenberg, what a revelation. He sat for the first three games. Uh, they mysteriously scratched Adam Boquist to play him, which I found baffling because Adam Boquist was actually the best defenseman if you looked at the numbers and, and like the advanced stats and stuff. Um, but whatever, they scratched him, they put Blankenberg in, and he apparently is just determined to never leave the lineup ever again, which I super, super respect. Um, I thought he had a phenomenal game, made his presence known, laid two or three huge hits, uh, especially considering he's, you know, like, quote unquote, he's, I think he's 5'8 officially. Um, I, I don't, I don't buy it, Nick, uh, but fantastic game, uh, almost had a goal two or three times. Made some fantastic defensive plays. Yeah, he took a dumb penalty, but like, who hasn't taken a dumb penalty in in a hockey game? You know, like it is just what happens. Um, he, I believe, he stepped on uh, someone else's stick and slipped, and in trying to get back and uh, back check, he ended up tripping over. Um, put calls in. I think it was so took the penalty, but. The Blue Jackets killed it off. It's fine. Uh, I think actually Quinn Hughes took a penalty like 45 seconds later and negated it. So shout out to Quinn Hughes. But uh, that was a big bright spot for me was was Nick Blankenberg. Uh, another huge bright spot, Kent Johnson. Um, I feel like I've been saying this every episode, but like he's getting better and better and better. And like when he figures it out, he's really going to figure it out. Um, he got ice time uh he got 12 and a half minutes which is more than the like 10 minutes that he got in the last game um the ice time for the forwards was kind of all over the place um Gaudreau, Nyquist and Jenna obviously got the most uh they got 20 uh 21 minutes 21 minutes 10 seconds 21 minutes or two seconds uh and then the next actually the fourth line got the most ice time after that uh Corrali and Robinson they kill a lot of penalties though so that makes sense um Cole Sillinger only got nine minutes and 30 seconds of ice time, which I feel like is going to be a problem um, later on. But uh, Ken Johnson even got some power play time, 43 seconds of power play time. Uh, he only had one official shot on goal, but I thought he had a really, really good game. He had, he almost had three really good scoring chances. So uh, hopefully that's been noticed. Um, he was all over the ice, just a really, really solid game from Ken Johnson that, uh, Hopefully Brad Larson took notice of and continues to reward him because the more ice time he gets, the sooner he's going to figure it out. And I feel like he's he's this close, guys. He's this close to figuring it out. And I feel like it's going to be really explosive when he does. And I personally hope that I am there to watch. Um, in terms of other good things, um, the defense as a whole, I didn't hate. Um, specifically, I really like that pairing of Blankenberg and Wierenski. I thought they both had excellent games. Um, Wierenski obviously led the team with uh, 27 minutes, uh, something of note. Uh, Jake Bean only had 11 minutes uh, of ice time, which I found mildly confusing. Um, I don't think he did anything like egregiously wrong, um, but I will say I was impressed uh, with Eric Branson tonight. I thought he had did a fine job. Um and, you know, everyone out there who's like, man, you're just, he's make, you're making him into a scapegoat. No, I think he was very poor the first three games. I think he had a really solid game tonight. Um, kind of a, a shaky-ish start, but uh, I don't know that that was any, that I don't think that was necessarily defensively an issue. Um, I think that was mostly just uh, uh, the first goal shorthanded, like, 
Man, it sucks. Uh, they had, I think it was Jake Voracek was the only man back. They had a two-on-one. The power play is haunted. It happens. Uh, the second goal was just kind of a weird miscommunication. Third goal uh, bounced off of Horvat's like shin pad or skate. I think again, like not just a, a, just a bunch of of miscues that I feel like you get at the start of the season. So, like honestly, I'm going to call this game a a success for the defense. Uh, I'm also going to call this game a success for Elvis because, again, after I think there was two goals in the first five shots, maybe, and then he settled down and saved, uh, I think, 28 of the next 29 shots. Um, He made 32 of 35 saves in total. So whatever that math is, for a 9-14, definitely, definitely... um, made up for the the game against St. Louis, in which I thought he was very poor. Great game from Elvis. Uh, Hopefully this is a a sign of things to come. Uh, In a minute, we are going to talk a little bit more about uh, the things that we didn't like. Uh, That's what's coming up next on Locked on Blue Jackets. So there was a lot less to not like than to like. Um, actually, before we uh, before we talk about what we didn't like, I'm going to award Cannonball of the Game. I feel like everyone knows where this is going, but uh, obviously, Cannonball of the Game has to go to Johnny Gaudreau for that just incredible. They just announced it as unassisted, but I feel like it should have taken assists away from various Vancouver Canucks. The goal was so good, um, and so like you can't give it to anyone else. That is a that is what you pay Johnny Gaudreau for, and he's making his presence known. Uh, for four points in four games for the Blue Jackets so far, and I think he's not even close to getting started. Um, so, cannonball of the game goes to Johnny Gaudreau. Let's talk about what we didn't like. Um, the power play. Something is wrong with the power play. Like it can't just be that Patrick Line is missing. Um, the shorthanded attempt, there was, uh, I think, two more shorthanded attempts. Um, actually, I have the, where was it? Uh, there was at least one more shot shorthanded. Elvis faced two short two shorthanded shots, um, which is more than, uh, I think, more than, yep, more than Spencer Martin faced on the power play. <laughs> so that uh, that tells you something. The Blue Jackets had, I believe... Uh, they had one, they had two power plays, um, well, one and a half, uh, and they only managed to get one shot in those one and a half power plays. Like, that's not good enough. The power play needs to be better. Uh, penalty kill, I really liked. I thought the penalty kill was, uh, was very good. Uh, Elvis made, I think, six of six saves on the penalty kill. Um, yes, six of six saves, well, on the power play, technically. Um, Blue Jackets, I would like if they took less penalties, but the penalty kill looks looks pretty solid. Um, guys you'd expect leading in the rush. Um, interestingly, Zach Wierenski didn't kill penalties last night. Uh, he played almost two minutes of power play time, didn't have any penalty kill time. Uh, Pekin Gavrikov killed a bunch of penalties. Uh, and then in terms of the forwards, again, it was who you'd expect. Sean Corrali killed two and a half minutes of penalties, um, which is super impressive. Uh, Roslevic killed a bunch of penalty time. Uh, Nyquist, Eric Robinson, obviously. Um, and I feel like Gus Nyquist would probably have killed more if he didn't take that last penalty, the uh, goalkeeper interference. Um, but for the most part, special teams, big fan. 
Uh, once the power play figures itself out, penalty kill great. Power play needs to be uh, needs to be better. Um, in terms of next game, uh, something I think needs to to change up with the forwards. I can't quite figure out what needs to change. Um, I do think that maybe something is up with Cole Solinger, um, whether he's struggling because of line mates. Um, I don't necessarily think he has the strongest line mates. I think he spent a bunch of the game with uh, Chinikov and Danforth, who, uh, in fairness, I like both those guys. I think they're pretty good games, but I think Solinger needs uh, someone uh, with a little bit more kind of excitement than Justin Danforth and a little bit more seasoning than Chinikov. Um, I would really like to see him with uh, Johnson and Voracek honestly, and then put Roslovic down on that third line, but that's that's just me. Um, the top line can stay as is. I, I am really starting to enjoy the Gaudreau-Nyquist-Jenner combination. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to shake out when Line A comes back, because obviously that's Line A's spot. Uh, Nyquist will probably get dropped down, but I'm really starting to enjoy that. Uh, defense, I wonder if Jake Bean sits for Adam Boquist. Uh, put Adam Boquist back in. I uh, I don't expect his scratch to last any longer than one, maybe two games. Um, I just wonder if this being a win means that Larson will maybe take a couple of the wrong ideas from it and be like, this game was perfect. We don't need to change anything. Uh, but if they take Nick Blankenberg out, I'm going to riot. Like that's, that's the, that is the, the be all and end all of it. Like he played 21 minutes, uh, had four shots on goal, five hits, one block, one takeaway, uh, one giveaway. Uh, took a dumb penalty, but just a a really great game from Nick Blankenberg. I can't. I feel like I can't stress enough how good of a game Nick Blankenberg had. Um, the next game could be interesting. It is the uh, Nashville Predators, who typically play pretty well against Columbus. Uh, tomorrow we're going to do a full uh, preview. Uh, we'll do a, uh, we'll try to do a squad cast, actually. Uh, we'll get one of the guys from Locked on Preds to come and tell us all about their team. Uh, but should be a real good chance for some revenge uh, for, against us from Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne. Those guys really like to score in Columbus. Um, Nashville is uh, two and two at the minute. So not blowing the world up, but not, not blowing the world up. Uh, they're pretty even keeled. So it could be a, they're a better team than Vancouver, so I think it'll be a really interesting to test. Really interesting test to see if Columbus can kind of hang with a team like Nashville, which is probably not going to be a contender, but will probably be a playoff team. Um, so we'll talk about that in a little bit more detail in tomorrow's episode. Uh, that's all from me today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Super, super appreciate it. Uh, Locked on Blue Jackets continues to be free and available on all podcast platforms. Over on YouTube, uh, you can find us literally wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Apple, Podbean, Stitcher, Odyssey, Spotify, all of the things and more. Uh, but, you know, YouTube is where it's at. Uh, you can enjoy. This is my third background in as many days uh, because I keep moving around trying to find a good background in this house. Um, so you can enjoy the changing scenery. Um but most importantly, if you are watching on YouTube and you wanted to hit the subscribe button, I would super appreciate it. Uh, it benefits me when you subscribe. It benefits you when you subscribe. Uh, you get notified when new episodes 
uh, happen if I ever go live or we do a premiere where I will come and hang out in the chat. You get notified of that as well. And uh, it's just a really... It's a really easy thing to do that helps both of us out. So if you want to hit the subscribe button, I would super, super appreciate it. Uh, I've been Jay Foster, your host. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jacket. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay... Locked on.